Can you drink the beer now? Yep. There we go. Here we go. Hey, we're back and I'm in person. We're doing an in-person showing of this show again. So there'll be <laughs> probably less uh, Big Papa Pump theme songs. There'll be um, less uh, planes. There's one outside, but those are all directional mics, so you can't hear them. Good, good. Uh, there will be more looking at our phones to make sure we know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> so we can... Uh, fuck. Woburn listener told me the name of. Actually, you can just look at. I don't have a long, in-depth text conversation with Woburn listener about uh Kimmy Gibbler's boyfriend from Full House. Oh yeah, what what's his deal? Um, shit, I forget his name, but I can look it up. Yeah, look it up. Dwayne. His name's Dwayne. The Rock Johnson, Dwayne The Rock, Full House. <laughs> well, well, uh, Woburn listener, what's up, Woburn listener? Thanks for the figs, uh, Woburn listener. What is up, <laughs> Woburn listener? What is up? That's uh, Jim Rome. Jim Rome. Yep. What's up? This is Jim Rome, Woburn <laughs> listener. It's getting worse as we keep doing it. I think the key to doing what's a good, up. This is Woburn listener. It, I think the key to doing a good Jim Rome is to like try to sound extremely condescending. Like what you're saying is like supposed to be a dig, like a very stern, passive aggressive dig. Uh, Jim Rome, big Good Brothers guy. Yeah, it, it sounds about right. God knows what they're into. Uh, probably hanging up. Don't tread on me, Gaskin uh, flags. Sweet. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I saw a behind the scenes of Token Sharp too. Um, yeah, Gallows definitely has a big "Don't try to be flag" right across from him when he's recording Talking Shop. I will. The "Don't Tread on Me" thing got bad. I don't think it was bad before. Yeah. There's different times in our lives where don't tread on me flags were cool, and there'd be a time in our lifetime again where they will be cool again. I never thought they were cool. The flag will fly again. The the Gazden flag is, is lame. What's that? The Gazden flame is lame. What's that? Flag. Flame. I don't know. That's the name of the don't tread on me flag. Oh. Uh, I like the I like the, the I like the way it looks. I like the Cro-Mag song of the same name. No snap on no step on snack. That's, that's the, <laughs> the it's memes. created a lot of memes at its own expense too. Yeah, a lot of a lot of its own expense. Yeah. It's mostly just the people who like celebrate that thing just like getting shittier, I think. Like they kind of forgot what they originally got behind that flag about and they're more into just the shitty things now. Yes. So I think that's what that <laughs> I think that's the big pro, the big the big problem with it. But uh, one of the first times ex-listener and I went out like on the town, we went to the army barracks and I'm like, I'm buying this don't tread on me bandana. I do, so I do have a don't tread on me bandana. And 
I put I, I made a headband out of it so you could see the don't tread on me part. And then I sat in the car in the parking lot of the army barracks and listened to the song Don't Tread on Me by Chromags. And every time he said Don't Tread on Me, I pointed at the bandana for the entirety of the song. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't say a word. This is like two months in on ex listeners and I's relationship. That is, she must really like me. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's a super annoying thing to do. That's a very annoying thing to do. But, you know, good story. <laughs> Maybe I'll make a video of me doing that and put it on the internet. <laughs> do it on November 4th. <laughs> no. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> All right. Yeah, don't do it then. Oh, God, we got that going on. When, when's November 4th? I mean, November 3rd, that's a Tuesday? Yeah, a uh, week from tomorrow. What are we going to do? How do we... Um, do we... Sh- should we put the... To record the podcast Tuesday night? And then put it out Wednesday morning. Do an election night podcast. <laughs> yeah, but now that don't do it live. <laughs> we could do a, a, an election night podcast. It's just like see how heavily we start drinking. Okay, if we do if we do that, I will definitely do a drinking night of it. Because, <sighs> I mean, Trump's gonna win. I don't want him to win, but he's gonna. We can't. This is 2020. We can't have anything good. It's got to turn around at some point. Yeah, but but like. Also, I hate to break it to everyone because I feel like everyone actually thinks this. I know that 2020 sucks, and just because it's gonna change into 2021 doesn't mean the sucks gonna stop. Oh, I hate the arbitrary year. Yeah, means that everything's better now. Now, like things can get better, but oh. it's not gonna be like all right, new year, new me, like. No, no, <laughs> no, it isn't. Like it's if the same if, old shitty you as it was. The, if there's still the a pandemic, twenty twenty one is gonna suck too. Yep. Oh sure, there there will be. Uh, you know what else annoys me is people who think seasons change on like the first of the month instead of the solstice. Well, they're big Bone Thugs and Harmony fans. <laughs> I'm not. I guess. Well, you gotta wake up, wake up, wake up. Well. I just hate people who say September 1st, it's fall now. You know? I don't know if you remember September 1st, but it was still like 95 degrees. And it's like, go fuck yourself, it's fall. I don't, rem- I don't remember October 1st. Um, this is like every year for me, though. I was looking at it like, wow. It's like, do you remember back in like the AIM days? A little bit. And, like, everyone, every girl you had on your aim list would have, like, Long December as their away message on, like, December 1st? No. All right. I always got a big kick out of that. I don't don't think I incorporated with anyone that would do that then. They'll do it now, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Those were dad songs when I was, when I lived in aim life. Oh, no, this was a, that was a, a those were girl songs for me. Also, that's a good song. Yeah. I'm yeah. All, I'm all set with the Counting Crows. 
Uh, best songs about months. Is there a song about January? Oh, geez. You caught me off. Like, I didn't get a chance to. Oh, we got phones. We I got phones. <laughs> January, is there a New Year's song? Uh, yeah, you too. It's not about New Year's <laughs> 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 It's about, like, uh, something. Or is that Sunday Bloody Sunday? Sunday Bloody Sunday. Okay, I'm confusing my U2 songs because I don't listen to them. January song. Uh, Billy Bragg has a January song. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, Pilot. Is a song called January? And I'm done looking that up. January sucks for songs. February songs. We ain't got nothing. There's a song called February Stars by the Foo Fighters, but that doesn't help me. I mean, Mariah Carey sang uh, Old Lang Signs, so maybe that can just be the January song. <laughs> March songs. So I'm just going to get like a lot of John Philip Sousa <laughs> marches. <laughs> Uh, Mar- Mar- March songs, March of the Pigs by Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> songs about the month of March. Thank you, Google, for April. 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 April Levine's got some songs. Oh, so uh, Journey has a Winds of March song. All I can think, I can't think of what it would sound like. All I can think of is Cliffs of Dover by uh, <laughs> Eric Clapton, uh, Eric Johnson. It's all that shit, right? Yeah. Well, it's it's nicer though. He plays it on a Fender Strat, so he or no, he played it on. He I think he recorded on a small, but plays it live on a Strat. There's plenty of fucking reverb on that shit. Oh yeah, tons of reverb. Plays it on a, like a clean amp with like a distortion pedal type of situation. It's like more of a it's more of like a bass fuzz than a guitar. Okay, <laughs> this is a weird, going to be a very strange question coming from me, and forgive me if I've asked it. But I don't think I did because I meant to text you, but I didn't want to catch you too off guard. So I'm thinking of a Racer X song. Do you know Racer X songs? Yeah. Uh, not really. No, I know Racer X. I think it's the first song on one of the albums, and I don't know which one it is. But I think it's like it's like very. Um, I don't think Chikini is listener, but he would probably know. Damn it, Chikini. <laughs> he's not here. You get the wrong Wuburn Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, be in a, he'd be in a much better position to help you on that. I, for some reason, I wanted to listen to like metal guitar guy songs without vocals. And I can only think of listening to Racer X. Racer X is sweet, though. Yeah, I like Racer X. Uh, Paul Gilbert is a very tall, lanky person. Yeah, he also, I also like his. I like watching his videos because he's kind of adult. Yeah. <laughs> It was like he's definitely a good, a guy who like, if it weren't for guitar, he would he would be nothing. Yes. Um, I like the Ingve songs with words. Depends on the song, and who he's got doing vocals for him at the time. Who was on Locked and Loaded? Who sang for him in like the early two thousands? Uh, see, I have to look that up. Is I don't know, and I'm I'm 
almost there before. I just assume it's going to be Ripper Owens for some reason. He was on. He was on one of them. Uh, no, he was on Perpetual Flame in late two thousand in two thousand eight. So who's on Unleash the Fury? Doogie White. Doogie White. Yeah. What else is he in? <laughs> Let's go down that route. What's 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 Doogie White's discography? Uh, he sings for a La Paz and Michael Schenker. <laughs> he just loves singing for dudes. Yeah. He look. He looks like Jack Black could pay, play him in the movie about his life. <laughs> yes, he does. Why does everyone who's in like bands like this look like that? <laughs> like Flavor Saver. <laughs> like the soul patch type of yeah type of facial hair. We used to have a major soul patch. <laughs> the picture of. Soul Patch Blue, I believe, was very recently on Return of the Pit. Aaron loves to post pictures, of, like pictures of Blue as a teenager. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Blue is everywhere at all those shows. So yeah, Aaron will just look oh, yeah. at one of the pictures and be like, "Is Blue in this one?" All right, let's post this. It's uh, I you... think I'm the only member of Parasitic Extirpation he hasn't posted a picture of on a. <laughs> Between me. Blue, Dave Stobble, and Josh Staples. Like that, I feel like those are the four. I mean, I notice myself more often than not, anyways. But I feel like I'm on there a lot for someone who really didn't go to that many shows. I probably went to more shows than I think I did. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's me. <laughs> like many blue too, but like the many looks of a person. Yeah. Like, he's pretty much documented my entire adult life. Like, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of weights, there's a lot of hairs, there's a lot of beards. I've pretty much maintained the same exact look, but just the weights has <laughs> been the big issue. Like, 2004, I was, like, skinnier, and then 2009, I was skinnier, and all the in-between years of those, I'm kind of chunkier. <laughs> then the 2010s came. And then I was just like, oh, I'm not fucking, I give up. <laughs> Do you know what's good? Subs. I had a, a pastrami, a small pastra- pastrami sub for lunch today. A sensible dinner. I, uh, I was kind of forced into it. I was going to get a salad at Wendy's. I was in the mood for a salad. And then that Wendy's disappointed you because it's trash? Oh, no, that Wendy's had a line out the fucking, into the street. And I was like, oh, I'm not going here. If they had if they had their ducks in a row, that would have been a perfectly fine Wendy's. Yeah, uh, I definitely feel like sometimes those weights are a little bit blown out of proportion. You know what I mean? They shouldn't be because they're incompetent pieces of trash. I still haven't gotten a Wendy's since that day. I went there. Uh, when was the last time I went there? I I, I went there, actually no, I went there a few months ago and I got a. Uh, I ordered the pub chicken sandwich that they had, and they gave me a pub cheeseburger. And I was like, all right, I'll just eat the cheeseburger then. Cold. It was a cold cheeseburger. Yeah, because that's the worst Wendy. That Wendy should not be in operation. I, I, I couldn't, like, I, I bet it to it. I was like, this is like, if it was left out for like an entire day. It probably had been. Yeah. 
They probably traded out their their lunch for yours. <laughs> uh, but even still, it was the wrong sandwich, and uh, it was it was cold, so fresh never frozen, but real fucking close. Well, they were froze. It just cooled down. <laughs> That's what I mean. It was cooled down to like, yeah, not too far from being frozen. Fro- closer to being frozen than being warm. How about that? Okay. Let's move. Let's move in a, a, a different direction. Want to talk about the the foosball? I didn't do that. I was going to talk about dynamite. Oh yeah, we can talk about dynamite. Just because I watched it kind of recently, it's fresh in my brain. Um. Is Kenny going to, is going to be a new kind of dickhead Kenny? This is definitely Kenny, dickhead Kenny. He got the douchebag entrance. He got the douchebag entrance. Justin Roberts had a lot of things like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, see what they're doing here. Yeah. Um, uh, the Pentagon Phoenix match was awesome. It was. I heard Phoenix is hurt. So unfortunately that means we get to have Pentagon and Omega again. Unfortunately, that's what that was the joke. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. The first one was awesome. That's what I mean. I'm looking forward to it. Um, the okay, that that match was good. The Kenny match was a squash. Hangman Colt was okay. Yeah, Colt looks like he's a grizzled veteran when he's working with Hangman. I liked how. It wasn't like as much like you knew Hangman was gonna win, but it was still like a more competitive match. Yeah, it was a good it was a good match you would see like if you saw them on a Beyond show or something. Yes, exactly. Um that's exactly how I would describe it. And uh the Wardlow and uh Jungle Boy Jungle Boy match was actually good too. Does he know what he's doing or do people make him look good? Um, it might just be he's like it might just be like Jungle Boy being really good. But his, his Warlow's match with Cody was good too. Yeah, it might it might be that. Like, is it know. just a slow burn on that he's actually good, or? Um, I think he just might be good. He just might be good. Uh, he might be like Brian, like a, a Brian Cage type, where he's just a big muscular dude who actually gets wrestling. Yeah, it's possible and can work. Brian Cage is so awesome. Yep. Uh, I wish they were doing a little bit more with him. Yeah, like something tells me when they're able to go full bore again, they'll probably be a. Li- There's still a lot going. I mean, he's got everyone's got a feud going on, really. That's what I mean. Like the 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 pandemic just sucks. The overall, pandemic but- sucks, but they also they have a shitload of people they have involved in storylines. Yes, uh, there's a lot a lot of moving pieces happening, and like and the- and like I'm sure they didn't plan on having Eddie Kingston come in and fucking get over it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so like now like they're kind of working some new stuff in there um they needed something because i think that spot would have been pock at this point like the death triangle probably would have been there instead of eddie kingston's family type of thing that's true and he obviously can't come over yeah like once he comes back i think they should redo the death triangle and they should get the elite going and they should get uh hangman and ftr going and then they can have a pretty decent trios division. That's true, huh? Yeah. Was that? They say was that their plan? I mean, everyone's got a tag team too. That's what I mean. Like they, 
there's a lot of tag teams, so they could take some of the tag teams out and put them in trios, and that would be fine by me. And what else? The, I'm trying to I'm trying to just like get everything out of the way so we can talk about we can talk about fucking Jericho MJF. Let's just get to it. <laughs> um, let's just talk about it. It was fucking awesome. It was. Um, watching it at the there, there was a piece of me that's like the the primordial like knuckle dragger wrestling fan that's just kind of like oh i wish they weren't doing some goofball skit but like the rest of me was like but the skit is awesome <laughs> so I, I that part of me exists but it was ignored because it it made me think that i really can just completely ignore wwe for as long as i want to because they're gonna try to scratch that same itch like if like if Vince saw that, I'd be like, "It's good shit, pal." Um, I'm trying to think of how bad the WWE version would be. To be terrible. <laughs> like, who would they get for it, and how would it how would it happen? It would probably be Cena, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, maybe Seth Rollins. <laughs> Just doing like that. It, just because he has a terrible voice for singing. What's the payoff gonna? Is it gonna be MJF Jericho? It has to be. Like, who's the heel? They can't let them both end up being baby faces. They, that's what, that's they what I mean. really need heels. <laughs> I think Jericho would turn baby face, so MJF could be a heel. I think so too. Um, and I think a baby face Jericho run would do more for AEW than uh, a heel Jericho run at this point, just because I feel like Jericho's put over everyone he needs to put over. What if, what if the, um, what if the end game is that MJF is the leader of the inner circle after? That would be awesome. MJF usurps the inner circle from Jericho. Yeah. That'd be some good shit. I I didn't think of that until right now, but that makes an awful lot of sense. That's a good take. Do you get any Family Guy vibes when you were watching that yep. segment there? Well, yeah, it was a musical number. Yeah. <laughs> well, not only that, but it was like a like a loungy, like, ballroom type of Do you know what number. it felt like? And it, it probably isn't a good thing, but I'm trying to ignore it. It felt like a montage of something that they'd play about something that was great but didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> I would like AEW to last a very long time, so. Oh, I think it's they're going in that direction. Um a lot of fan support, a lot of uh, a lot of interest. It's the, also, they're going to be in a better spot after the pandemic than they were before it, too. The shows have been very good. Yeah, um, I, th- I think they're finally getting to where they need to go with like, Jer- well, I'm not sure with Omega and Hangman. Um, it would have been better to see that play out in front of an audience, but but like what I'm saying is when. When AEW gets back to doing full live venue shows, they're going to be packed. I think that's going to be the case for everyone. Uh, WWE, maybe not, though. I think people will have been in the cave long enough to where they're like, all right, let's give me some of that fucking pyro indoors. We breathe in that smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Our little baby lungs can't handle poison anymore. Um. I think once there's a vaccine and like it's a legit vaccine and not an election vaccine, um, 
I'm going to start licking fucking doorknobs. <laughs> no more contact tracing. Um, I think you'd have a lot of people who are like, all right, let's fucking rage. Because um, it's like a year of pent up like frustration built in with people. So I think before, I, I thought crowds overall were relatively tame for the most part. You feel that way? The AEW ones? Every crowd for everything. For like before the pandemic, yes, a lot um, of tan crowds, a lot of like, eh, eh, like clapping clap crowds. Not so much like arms in the air crowds. I mean, there's gonna be a, like a, I don't know about like a, maybe at wrestling shows. I think you're gonna see some awesome fucking super excited crowds once this thing's like washed away. Yeah, probably. And like think- that f- the first full like pay per view. Yeah. Yeah, like once you get like a full, t- a sold out 10,000 seat arena going nuts at a wrestling show, that's when it'll be really good again. And shows. Yeah, like concerts and shit. Like people will be like raging at those again. Yeah, like fucking. I mean, my cardio might be the best it's ever been. It might be my t- time to uh, start fucking moshing for a, a day or two. <laughs> Start crowd killing shows. <laughs> yeah, John just started crowd killing everyone. Go to an all ages show <laughs> and start watching. Yeah, that's my plan. <laughs> Let's go to any Elks show and just just nice. go to every basement show. I'm like, I'm just like, yeah, he's the dude that can't stand up. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I want to. We were um. Ex-listener and I last night were, last night, two nights ago, we're thinking back, like, when the last show I played, and it wasn't Motley Crue, it was, there was a three-weekend, a three-show weekend right after Motley Crue, I think, and it, most of those shows were so fucking bad, and one of them was really good, but... Yeah, my last show was Motley Crue, so... I think we were talking about doing a uh, a nitro party thing. We had been, and uh, I we're, fell through. We're probably not going to do that. No. Oh, like a real show? No, oh. yeah, but like just doing like a. We were well. There was a there was a show too that with uh, Greg, um, Massa. He was trying to put one. Together. Oh yeah, yeah. There was that. But there was also like other shows we were. Yeah, we were talking about we were gonna talk about trying to set one up in New Jersey. Yeah. And play with ex listeners band too. There's an excuse to go there and party. I mean, I would like to still do that once the world opens up again. Yes. Assuming that there's anywhere to play. Uh that's the other thing that kinda sucks is a lot of shop you know, music venues are just like struggling and probably gonna be closing. Yes. I mean if it sounds like I'm hoping O'Brien's makes it out. Um, Great Scott has become the Regina's Pizzeria, which is bonkers. Yeah, because now, like, if you play there, you can park there. <laughs> That's true. Or you know, maybe down the road. There's a huge parking lot at Regina. Yeah, but there's also like that street next to it too. That's true, and which has another parking lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, Regina also could have been renting that, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully makes loading in a lot easier yeah I, I never played at the great scott 
I've been to like plenty of shows there, but I never played there. I played there once. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've gotten real drunk at some shows there, but yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, we I, played I've there once there, but... last year, and it was really it was the best time we had ever played Boston. I think it went over pretty well. That's cool. That um, ex listeners band played there once. It was very good, but they played a really terrible show there, and that's the last show I got to see at that great Scott. So <laughs> it was the same day as the NBA All Star Game. Was that the Kyrie Irving game? Oh um, my. We was talking about leaving Boston. He, oh no, this was this most recent one. All right. Yeah, that's that's how recently that's how close to the shut off this show was, and like, which is weird because I'm thinking about it. Like, didn't even fucking have a clue. Yeah. Because it was early February. Early February, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, Kobe had already died. Wow. Yeah. Kobe had died. Like, watch this. Jason Tatum's gonna win the MVP because. Kobe's dead. <laughs> what what does Jason Tatum do? Does he sign with the Celtics? What's his contract's up, or, or or does he not? I imagine he signs with the Celtics. Yeah, they're gonna give they're gonna give him whatever he wants. So. Yeah, him and Brown are gonna get whatever they want. Yeah, rightfully so. Tatum, him and Brown are gonna Tatum get whatever they want, and God, Gordon Hayward just is an expiring contract waiting to happen. Um. I know they're looking for trade partners for him. They'll get someone to trade for him. I don't know what they'll get for him. Like yeah. if if they're gonna get assets, are they gonna get that money off there? I mean, I'm sure it's not a money situation. I'm, I, I'll bet you anything they they have to pay the contract and whatever he gets. With well, no, team, I don't think it, it has anything to do with it. paying. And I think it's that they have to be able to get a get the salary off the books so they can sign another max player. Yeah. Because Gordon Hayward's also the cap's going to go down. Yeah, yeah. Too, which is crazy to think about. It's caps and all the sports are going down. I know it's like after how long of it just like constantly going up and up, yeah. and, up and up and up. Well, as I say, like if you're Dak Prescott, fuck. Yeah, like that worst sucks. Case, the worst case scenario is you go down. But I mean, like in his defense, you look at how the team's done without him, and that's sort of like, oh, he'll still he'll still get, he'll get another. He'll get another uh, franchise tag, but I mean, it'll be the, less. The franchise tag will still be huge next year. Oh yeah, it's gonna. It's a franchise sure. tag. It's probably go gonna down. be like twenty-seven, twenty-eight million. Yeah, the franchise tag isn't gonna go down next year. Yeah, because I mean, look at who did sign this past off season. Yeah. So, but the um, seamless transition into sports. <laughs> um, but when they do want to sign him if he does if he has a shitty year like he's got he had two years of franchise tag and he's fucking andy dalton after that yeah Ugh, poor andy dalton i think andy dalton's doing just fine i mean poor andy dalton that he got smashing his head that's kind of what i was he's smashing his dumb head <laughs> that's kind of what i, was I like that, andy but... dalton I don't hate him. I like watching him make mistakes, like when he threw to that receiver who fell over and got intercepted on, <laughs> like looking for a, a pass interference call, and he just wound up throwing a pick instead. <laughs> the Cowboys have had so many quarterbacks in the last ten years, like of all like like of all stripes. I mean, only out of necessity. I mean, it's mostly just been Dak and Romo. But like, yeah, I mean, they've had two starters, but those starters have missed so many games. They've put Mark Sanchez in a game. 
Like Sanchez, Matt Castle, by uh, Kyle Orton, <laughs> uh, Andy Dalton. Um, Who's Andy Dalton's replacement now that they have? Oh, uh, got some rookie out of. Uh, okay, I don't remember. I don't remember his. Yeah, I don't. The Chico, Mister Desico. Yeah. <laughs> Chico. Uh, the name is D Chico. Brandon Whedon. Uh, John Kitna. Shit. We got more. It's a good memory for Dallas quarterbacks. I, maybe Orton's the one I'm thinking of. That was there was one when Romo went down. Who was supposed to be like? Well, he's a pretty good quarterback, so maybe he'll take. Or maybe it was. It might have been Orton. But he looked like he wasn't a fucking alcoholic when he was on the. <laughs> like you know when people go to the Yankees, just like oh, you're not you're not as fun. <laughs> like Johnny Damon. They have to cut their hair and shave their faces. Not only if they want a mustache. You can look like a butcher, but you can't look like a scumbag. Um, I, I think that's funny because they have the, the market basket uh, franchise around here. Their dress policy is the exact same. You can, yeah. The only facial hair you can have is a mustache. Yep. Or um, have sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> when I, my, the, the guy who worked in dairy, Mike Hemmerly, he... Uh, he had big sideburns because they'd let him get away with it. Yep. Uh, they wouldn't let me have uh, a beard. I, they have to have relaxed on that. It's in some capacity at this point. I used I had long hair, so I, but I mean, like they made me wear a hat. I was in the deli anyway, so it didn't matter. I want one of those hats. <laughs> Just, dude, I guarantee you, you can walk in there, go up to their break room, grab a hat, and leave. Yeah, I probably. Guarantee you. I still know that. how to get to. Oh, they moved the one at Somerset, so I don't know where it is. <laughs> I guarantee you, you can get a hat. No problem there. <laughs> if there's anything I remember about that, is that nobody's going to question you. None of the babies that are there? You go up the, to that break room, it's going to be someone, uh, it's going to be like a couple high school kids, uh, maybe someone from the deli, maybe someone from meat, and then you're going to have like nobody else in that break room. Because like, the produce people usually don't speak English. And so they probably won't be there. They'll probably just be in the back in produce, just hanging out there. Oh, I, in Nashua, the produce people were our, were all the whitest of the white people there. Oh no! It was half of them were pin zones. That's not how Woburn works. Woburn doesn't roll that way. Nah. Um, I'm trying to think. Like nobody. Yeah. Like even the front end, like supervisors. You could, if they like tried to question you, you'd just be like, "Oh yeah, I work for meat," and they'd be like, "All right." <laughs> With that beard, yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm Jack Demolis's nephew. I get away with, I get away with more no, than you guys. No, get. You have to say Arthur Demolis. That's the guy's name. RDT. I remember there was an RDT and an RDS because uh, there was like the guy who owns it now is like the previous owner who like everyone liked, and then, yeah, like, his cousin or brother or something. Uh, his middle initial they're both named arthur but one of them has an s for a middle name or no initial and one of them has a t for a middle initial and i don't remember which one's the supposedly evil i think rdt is the good one okay so rdt is the good one and rds is the evil arthur there is a jack de though all right i didn't know that. i had lunch with him one time all right there you go he, he uh i made a joke about garlic bread that he seemed to enjoy, and then we wait and ate in Applebee's when I was working on a Saturday. All right, <laughs> cool. 
Yeah, it was a very strange day. Um, I was not a model employee by any means. No, it doesn't sound like it. But uh, did you watch the old uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game? I watched all 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock games. The 1 o'clock slate fucking ruled. I mean, the, the, none, of the results, none of the results happened that I wanted, but the games I, were good. I did pretty well for results. I think I went 10 for 13 overall. So you believe in the Stellars, huh? Uh, well, I think the only ones I got wrong was uh, football team. I went against them because I said I have to stop betting on football team because I've been doing that for the past couple of weeks. You gotta go. You gotta <laughs> always gotta go with football team. And now I gotta go back to betting on football team. <laughs> football team's gonna win that division with four wins. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, can the can the Patriots go to the NFC East? <laughs> That'd be awesome. I mean. They'd be like contending. The Patriots are two and four right now, right? They're going to be two and five after this weekend. Who are they playing? Buffalo in Buffalo. Buffalo almost lost to the Jets. God, they did lose to the Chiefs pretty badly too. Yeah, Buffalo. uh, We need to reel back how good (laughs) Buffalo is. Buffalo's good, but they we need to reel back how how good they they are. Very much like the the tier below the top tier. Yeah, they're they're the Titans of the AFC East. The the Titans are good as shit. They they weren't yesterday. I mean, if the Titans had a real kicker, not fucking trash bag fucking Chuck Knobloch. I guess that's true because I, I kind of stopped paying attention. They came back and almost won that game. Yeah, like, I, I mean, guess, I guess now, you're right. Tannehill made a, a fucking flub. He shouldn't but, he shouldn't have thrown that pass. But I mean, Pittsburgh threw the uh, threw like what three interceptions? One of them didn't matter, but they threw two in the second half. I think so. No, but I mean, even then, like to even stay in that game, you got to have like fucking some nuts on the road. On the road, they lost by three. Like I'm not going to use that to say that they're a bad team. That was at home. That they were in Pittsburgh. Were they? Oh no, they were in Nashville. You're right. I take that back. You're right. Yeah, they were in Nashville, and they had a lot of Steelers fans there. It looked like a fucking. Pittsburgh, dreary Pittsburgh day. You're yeah. right. It was in Nashville. Because Heinz Field has like, di- like yellow seats, don't they? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, the one thing, I, yeah, it was definitely Nashville because Nashville kind of looks a little bit like Gillette. I don't like the layout. Also, still, I don't care. I, I, I don't think that that's a, I think that's a, it's a loss, but you could take a moral victory out of that and you could become a better team because of that game. Like, yeah. All right. You kind of thought your shit didn't stink, but first it, loss of the year, they finally yeah. won. Uh, Pit- Pittsburgh six and zero. I hate fucking the Steelers are good right now. You're, you're not a Yinzer. I hate the fucking Steelers. <laughs> I, I I'd rather the Cowboys win. I don't. I don't mind that they're okay. They've they've beat up on some bad teams, but this is sort of like their their first real chance to play a good team, and they kind of came out looking, eh, you know, first half real good, second half not so great. Yeah, I mean that's also like it felt like a playoff game. Like felt like both. It felt like both of those. Teams Tennessee was like, all right, we need to win this game, or we're never going to play football again. <laughs> but like that, that team's going to be good. Like if, if remember the Saints in two thousand eleven, I want to say that that Saints team that ended up winning the Super Bowl. They were really good. They beat the was Colts in the in the Super Bowl. That might have been two thousand nine. Nine. Yeah, that they feel like that team. Okay, 
Like they got really good players. The offense, Tannehill's a good quarterback. Yeah, eleven wasn't that Green Bay. Was, was that when Green Bay whooped that fucking stiller ass? Uh, I don't. Those years kind of run together to me. I know 2011, 2012 was Giants Part Two. Mm. <laughs> you know who scored a touchdown that game? Who? Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> I uh, I I put shirts on my Depop page, then I have my Aaron Hernandez player shirt on there, and this picture is the caption just says. I won't judge you if you don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously you bought it at a time that you didn't know he was a, a murderer. So. You no, know, he was, he, he's already dead when I bought it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say I'm selling that one, but I'm keeping the good one. <laughs> okay. It's a shirt that says shaken quake on it. And it's got a picture of Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski on it. So just so you know, they were best friends. They were best friends. Best best tight end friends. Best tight end friends. Oh, man. Another reason why Rob Gronkowski sucks and he didn't get a fucking name in this episode. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tampa Bay fucking beat the shit out of the Raiders yesterday. It was pretty hilarious. It looked like a Patriots game. Yeah. <laughs> a Patriots pre-fucking this dog shit. <laughs> whatever this is patriots uh this, these games don't count they can they can win three games this year they have they barely have they have their defense like playing their record yeah they they did not play good at all yesterday no and jimmy g revenge game for real what's up coming back and spanking the patriots what a terrible fucking should have got rid of Brady then. I mean, Jimmy G went to a Super Bowl. Could have won, brought the Patriots to a Super Bowl that year, too. I mean, you think that Jimmy G could have scored four points in a Super Bowl? <laughs> uh, That's the only Super Bowl they won after they traded Garoppolo, right? Oh, no, they won two. No, they Garoppolo was the backup up until uh, 2018, so... They lost the one they traded them, and then they won the next one. Okay, yeah. Uh, you got one. You got one. And you lose in the Super Bowl, and the other one. That's a fair trade. Um, I mean, we drafted them in the second round. We got a also like for if they have a shitty year this year. It's the year to do it. We're, it's the year to do it. We're due. Here's the only thing, though. I don't want L.A. and Tampa Bay to be the only team, the only cities to get sports championships during the pandemic. Because California and Florida kind of suck when it comes to the pandemic. It'd be nice if, like, a, like I know Vermont doesn't really have any sports teams, but, like, the Northeast team won a championship while taking the pandemic seriously. That'd be, that'd be okay by me. I mean, I would rather... <sighs> can a different... Can... I wish a Canadian team won. Yeah. I mean... Raptors won last year. Maybe the Alouettes won. <laughs> They're legit. Um, but yeah, like LA and, and Tampa Bay have been like the only championship in, in sports. Whoever whoever wins the World Series is going to win their city's second championship in a matter of weeks. Shit, you're right. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. That's what I mean. It's like Tampa Bay won the cup, which... 
Yeah, deserved. They're the best team in the league. Um, and they proved it against the Bruins when they spanked the Bruins. But they kicked the shit out of the stars, too. Yeah. Um, and then LA won the NBA championship. No surprises there. Um, oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> Miami came out of nowhere and was like, oh, we're, we're the best team in the East. Is um who won Saturday night? <laughs> who won this? Who won that baseball game that I watched most of, and I could not tell you any of the score. <laughs> um, Saturday night was uh the Rays came back and won. Oh, they series. did. Yeah. So I will say that I we're talking about the cities. I mean, fuck both of the cities, but I love the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, what happened? I forget the guy's name, but he hit. I think he had a guy on second and third, and he hit like a base hit to the outfield, scored the runner uh, on third to tie the game, and the guy from second came around to score, and the catcher bobbled it and wound up, uh, like the guy held up because he thought he was going to get in a rundown. The catcher went to catch the ball and tag him out, but he wasn't there, and in doing so, fumbled the ball, and it went to the backstop, and they wound up letting the run score. Awesome. And the guy hasn't had an RBI since like, july or something and uh i don't think he had a hit since september so a month without a hit and not a, no rbi since july and he wound up that's, winning a world series game that's the tampa bay rays for you yeah <laughs> uh, did you but, see the picture of the, the uh, first baseman doing a split no so like that's that's a big boy doing that split too like i think he's usually a dh but Choi, Choi, probably Choi. It just, it just sounds so racist calling an Asian guy Choi. <laughs> if it's his name, it's not racist. I know, but I mean, there's bok choy, which is put in Asian cuisines a lot. But I am now. I'm not drinking on an empty stomach, but I'm drinking on a bok choyless stomach. You know, you I get can... some, get some beef broth and some bok choy, and you cut yourself a stew. <laughs> Carl Weathers would make a great yeah. secondary character. <laughs> he is a great secondary character. I mean, for the draft. Yeah. Just <laughs> we're in the we're in the prime time of that now. Yeah. Yeah. Are you at Miss uh, Mr. F yet? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like I like those episodes. Um, we're past Mr. F. So it gets very self-aware and like they realize like at the time like i think the writer's strike was happening or it was about to happen so like a bunch of shows were getting canceled around that time and uh they were one of them that was getting canceled so they kept on making efforts to like bring up awareness for the show and like try to make people watch it and you'll see it in the jokes they kind of sneak in a bunch of jokes about it like there's a there's an episode called save the booths and they told like a fundraiser for themselves Okay, so I know the I know the episode, but I never really thought of it in the context like it's supposed to be pretend fundraiser for their television show. It's it's and like at one point, uh, Ron Howard says, "Please tell your friends to watch the show during the narration." <laughs> Other um, when he has the has it out for the narrator for the for the TV movie that Tobias was in about. <laughs> really George. really shoddy stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> i never i never noticed picked up on that one before either yeah there's a lot of good uh... this has been a good rewatch of a show where i could, i'm 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 
either remembering or learning for the first time some things I didn't notice the first time. It was a show that probably deserved more attention on both of my previous watches. All right. Yeah. So, like, maybe I'm just missing a few things because there's a lot going on. Yeah. If you pay attention to Arrested Development, there's, uh, it's so good. Four and five, you, it's, it kind of falls off. But seasons one through three are real good. I, I agree. I like how many different Martas they have. How, Marta? Yeah. There's the girl in the first couple episodes when Michael takes her to the premiere. And then there's the girl who is in the Mummy Returns movie, takes over for the role. And then there was another Marta later and like a flashback. Okay, so I just saw that flashback like two episodes ago, I think. Yeah, and Buster has like the, the balloons on. He's like mocking yes. one of the woman's breasts. Yeah. Okay, so they were sp- they never acknowledged what he was supposed to have in that because I think that might have been the last episode I watched. Because right. it, it, it's very fresh in my brain. I'm like, is he supposed to be strong or is he pretending to have tits? He's pretending to have tits. Okay. Yeah. Because the girl has big boobs. Yes. <laughs> so that's when that's when um is that the same episode where they like kidnap the the Mr. F? The cabin uh, the when they're moving the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. F. Wow. Um Michael tells her that he has no family. <laughs> and then his family yeah, that episode, up. yes. <laughs> Hey, Mikey, how do you like the cabin? (laughs) (laughs) Eh, Something came up. I'm going to have to help this lady find her puppy. You should be old enough now to figure this out. I'm nailing this broad. (laughs) Old George Bluth. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think of something about Kitty, but I forgot. (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I like that actress a lot she's hilarious in a lot of things she does Archer she is on Archer okay I was trying to because she has a book that I owned and then never read and then I think I donated again uh-huh. and uh, it's very similar idea to the to the Bruce Campbell book alright but I couldn't remember I knew there was one other thing that she was really her character on Archer is fucking bonkers yes um uh, what else is judy greer is her name judy greer okay i was trying to think i i, I remember tony hale and i'm like fuck <laughs> it is because i looked it up when, when i was watching it the other day um i can't really think of anything else she's, she's very good at crossing her eyes yes um <laughs> have we tried off on again <laughs> or, or up off <laughs> The, um, she was on, when she was doing the tour for her book, she was on Comedy Bang Bang and some other podcasts that, and I, I, I liked the cut of her jib. Yeah. Good jib a on good that jib. Judy Greer. Yeah. A good jib. A, a prime cut of jib. Yeah. A, a full, a full jib filet. You know, it's, it's a good thing she's funny. Yeah. You know. Some uh, less educated people would say that woman couldn't be funny, but I disagree with them. Um, I'm a good guy. Um, I'm, I get uh, I get the irony of saying this, or not the irony, but like how like obnoxious this sounds. But like women can be just as funny as men. Yeah, yeah. 
I like to consider myself a feminist. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, do pe- like, it never really occurred to me that people wouldn't think that a woman could be funny. A lot of people think it. I know. But like, it never really occurred to me that, that people could think that way. You, um, there's a show, do you know who Burt Kreischer is? <sighs> Shirtless comedian Burt Kreischer? I'm trying to think, I, no. He has a show, a new show on Netflix where he has, like, his comedian friends go over to a cabin and they do some things. He has an episode, you know, uh, this comedian, Miss Pat, and she's the funniest part of that whole fucking show. Um, what's her name, uh? The girl who's, uh, she's in season four of Arrested Development. I can't think of her name. She's, uh, I now can't even think of the character's name either. The drug addict who's with Tobias. The, huh? The girl who's, like, addicted to drugs who hooks up with Tobias. And, uh, they're doing, like, the improv. She was Sue Storm in, like, the terrible Fantastic Four movie. I can't remember. Yeah, we have phones. We have phones. What? We can do <laughs> so, this right now. I'm so used to not doing this. <laughs> Let's find this out. Comedian. Uh, nope. Uh, <laughs> arrested. And season four cast. definitely good podcast material yeah i mean i think that uh i think that listener's cool i think so too definitely are you gonna be cool listener um there is maria bamford oh yeah maria bamford's fucking hilarious and uh also tita fey she she was like the star in one of my favorite shows ever. Yeah, well, Teen Fey is very funny. I mean, I mean, Amy Poehler is very funny. It's true, Amy Poehler. Maria Bamford. If you if you enjoy a strange stand up, she's, she's on Tim and Eric. Yeah, she's the new you. <laughs> it's the new. <laughs> um, she also had a great show on Netflix called Lady Dynamite. Yes, I never got into it, but uh, I watched a few episodes. It's very uh, mental health based. Yes, yeah. Um, her comed- like her stand up though is just awesome. I love her stand up. Um, she does a lot of like, she has like the very high pitched like voice that you wouldn't think could do like would have a lot of range. But, she, but she has like she could do like a deep voice, like a woman with like a deep like assertive voice very well. She, uh, she was the target lady on some target commercials for like a year and then she had a mental breakdown <laughs> uh, that's too bad See, she seems like she's doing okay well that's good I, I i like to hear that i don't like to hear about people like she did a stand-up special to her parents yes i saw that very it's her humor is uncomfortable in the first place <laughs> make it so the only audience is her parents and she did this like years before the pandemic yeah <laughs> would have been good to have that one in your back pocket for pandemics <laughs> but I think harlan williams i believe did a uh, stand-up special in the middle of the desert one time too <laughs> oh man if there's anyone to do that it's in 
Steven Wright could probably pull it off, but Marlon Williams, definitely first pick, pick for that. Steven Wright, too. Like, I feel like Steven Wright's, once you got to the middle, you'd be like, you would just like kind of lose yourself in how ridiculous and like, like, you know when you hear stories of wrestlers holding a headlock for so long that people boo, and then like then the drop toe hold that comes after is like like the fucking a high spot. Yeah. I feel like that's what it would be. All right. <laughs> uh what else? We didn't really talk about much about the Patriots losing awfully to Jimmy No. Gar- I guess we did talk about Jimmy Garoppolo coming back, but uh Magic Wand, how do you fix the Patriots? Uh Practice. Practice. Yeah, we're talking about practice. Talking about practice. <laughs> talking. No, I mean about practice. A better quarterback. Better would, receivers. Would a better quarterback be be better at throwing to receivers who can't get open though? Well, I mean, you need a good you need a quarterback to make good throws to better receivers. I think that's their true. offense sucks, dick. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think. Cam Newton pre-COVID throwing to uh, DK Metcalf instead of Nikhil Harry. But go back to Magic Wand, anything, it would be the draft from a few years ago when they took Nikhil Harry and Sonny Michelle over DK Metcalf and Nick Chubb. Magic Wand, I go back to that moment and I say, everything else can, like, Brady can take his ball and go to Tampa with the easy schedule and the all-star receivers. and we can stay here with uh, Cam Newton who doesn't get COVID and those two guys. I think Cam Newton in the long run sucks. Yeah. You might not be wrong. Like the The first three weeks of the season though looked real good. Okay. Pretty good. That Seattle game, he looked pretty good, but like also like there's a Cam Newton. Defense helped them out with the, pick six yes it's like they they can't they can't play if edelman's not on the field do you trade edelman to tampa bay because that's where he wants to be sure whatever does he really want to be there he wants to be with tom tom doesn't need him tom does not need him at all tom has a new white guy (laughs) <laughs> yeah if to, julian element only wants to go to tampa bay if they trade him for scotty miller um fucking and guess what tom brady doesn't want julian edelman because he's got scotty miller yeah maybe, maybe fucking julian edelman could go be the wide receivers coach for the 49ers he right also now. just got antonio brown yeah so that's gonna be gross i hope they i hope they never win another what are they game? gonna do with him honestly uh, they don't have room for him on the offense. They'll make room. They'll run three wide sets with him, Evans, and Godwin out there. But you're forgetting about the blue collar, bring your lunchbox white guy they have. Okay. Tom Brady's racist. <laughs> Might be. Oh, he's super racist. He's a MAGA guy and he. Loves white wide receivers. How many uh, white wide receivers do you know that are great? Here was his wide receiving core from a few years ago. Chris Hogan, Rob Gronkowski, Julian Edelman, uh, Danny Amendola. 
And whose idea was that? Who was his running back? Rex Burkhead. At that point, no, but. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm reaching. Yeah. But he's the one who went on to sign Rex Burkhead because he lost the other white guys. Yeah. Um, he did have, at the time, James White. And... Yeah, but also his last name's White. <laughs> I guess he technically is a white guy. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a, he's a white guy. <laughs> that's how, t- that's that lessened yeah. the blow. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe that's why he doesn't like Chris Godwin and Mike Evans as much. Yeah, maybe that's why Mike Evans didn't have a catch until the fourth quarter. Um, maybe if his name was Michael. <laughs> oh, hey, man. do you like Molly and horses? No? Well, <laughs> you're a little urban for my passes. Oh, my God, dude. Um, he only likes wide receivers who spray paint Trump on their uh, rear the rear windows of their truck and then throw a Molotov cocktail through it for attention. Yes, Antifa did it. I saw a video. Uh, no, I, I saw a Facebook meme of uh, someone got their Trump windshield blown out by a Molotov cocktail. What they called it a Molotov cocktail, like M A L L T O U G H. Maltuff. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, one of the Maltuffs came over. And I'm just like, oh, why would you throw a Molotov cocktail through your windshield for attention? Mike Evans threw a Maltuff cocktail through my truck window. <laughs> uh, See, well, people have been putting razor blades in their Trump signs in their front yard. So, to deter you from destroying their property. I I wouldn't destroy it. I just but if but if you were to set it on fire, they wouldn't cut you. Um, or you know, I I don't care if someone has a Trump shit on there. I just I think less of them, but I would never like act violently in any way towards them or their property. They can they have the right to be fucking assholes. I think vandalism's cool. Vandalism is like cool in the sense that like you get to be a renegade and do it, but I I, I, I wouldn't do Rest it. in peace. This is not. Well, speaking of this is we've reached the end. I think. Okay. Um. I don't know. It's October. Maybe we leave them with something off Ringrust. Yeah. October Ring Rust. What's I don't. Which one's that one? The first one. Yeah. He's simply ravishing. Yeah, let's do that one. All right. He's simply ravishing. Girls go crazy, they don't know what to do. Just steal your girl, break your heart, and leave you a fool. 
Yeah. 